Blog Talk Radio.
Everything begins with an honest, open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Hello, everyone. It's the Empress. How are you? Hi, everybody. It is the Empress. It is Sunday, March the 23rd, Sunday. And, baby, let me tell you, this Color Purple is playing uh, its two shows today, and I didn't get to go. That's okay. I've seen the play. I saw the play when it came out in Atlanta with Fantasia, so I got to see it when it was, like, fresh years ago. But um, uh, tonight has been just uh Rainy, we've gone from being, what, 70, 80 degrees just about over Friday, Saturday to raining all day, Saturday evening, Saturday night. Woke up this morning to rain, and now it's so cold that I've had to, you know, turn all my little fans back off. I'm a hot nature person to start with, but that is not what we're talking about tonight. We are talking about the Empress, okay, the reason for the Empress. It is kind of the conclusion to our show of shows with regard to domestic violence and the recovery from it because I am an advocate for those who understand that life is not just a picture-perfect living for a lot of people. It was not for me, and I do understand that it's not for a lot of people, Um, um and the story that I have for myself may not necessarily be everyone's story, but it is mine. And what brought about the best change in my life was being able to recreate myself uh, in an image that uh, was perfected for, you know, what I was meant to do. I do not believe that any of us come here just to be, like, hanging out. Um, we're not just here just to be just here. And, and not contributing back to the uh, universe, the atmosphere, your environment, the people around you. I got so excited today. Uh, well, let me go back. Let me say this. I had a wonderful time with a girlfriend of mine whose birthday actually is today. She celebrated over the weekend and uh, was gracious enough to include me in some of those festivities. And I had a good, good time with her and her family. Her family is originally from Mobile, Alabama, which is where I did go to school, and I spent a significant amount of my time there. But I loved it. Um, I loved the just family. Just uh, all you had to do was say, you know, you went to Mobile, you know somebody from Mobile, and it, it turned into just this big family reunion. It was great uh, camaraderie, easy fun, not stressed at all. Um, I do. I will say that I got a several show ideas just with the interaction there because I'm going to say this, 
everybody that's in your world or in your environment may not necessarily be there for you. This weekend was a wedding weekend for uh, my girlfriend who was one of the sweetest persons that I've ever known, just a really authentic young lady. I felt like she had a lot of hard knocks and a lot of stops in life because I think she was surrounded by people who honestly did not have her best interest at heart. And because she would come to me and talk with me, I was able to just tell her those truths um, without feeling obligated to save face because, you know, we friends with another friend or something like that. Like, I'm grown enough to share the truth with people I actually care about, irregardless of if it's going to fall on the ears of others who may not like me or who don't know who I'm, where I'm from. You know, some people only deal with people who are from where they're from. They only uh, uh, work with people in their um, off time or celebrate with people who uh, are you know all in their special little worlds and special little cliques and stuff, and it's just it's just so uh, sad that that is the existence for some. But I'm I'm surrounded by some people who actually um, really do have um, a promotion of self uh, of them. They they're secure within themselves, and I had to learn and I had to grow into this place of people because tonight a lot of my explanation as to why I am you know, where I am is because <laughs> is because I had to be very, very honest with myself. And tonight's going to be a pretty short show because I'm preparing for some shows coming up and need to do a couple interviews. So we're not going to have a long show. But, of course, if you're wanting to call in and ask any questions or have anything to say or give show ideas, anything that you'd like to do, you're welcome to do that. The number is 646-478-5625 or 855-349-0668. This is the thing. I do this for me. I do this for the Empress. I do this in the name of the Empress because the Empress saved who was being like literally emotionally, spiritually, and near physically killed uh, in her other state. And you know, I you know, some people talk about themselves in third person. I just turn into who I was supposed to be. She happens to have a different name than the name that was given by my mom. But before we get into that, um, when tomorrow we're going to have a show on, well, actually for the men, I had two men in particular. Um, solicit some information from me like I'm some kind of guru. I am not. I just, I have um, befriended people who have shared with me their uh, helps for me. So in return, I think this just reciprocated and it came back and they asked me, you know, like he couldn't understand why he was having so much mama drama. He couldn't understand why there's so much going on in his personal life. And um, I think he expected that I was going to say it was his fault because, you know, I've been accused of being a male basher, which I am not. But the thing is, men are not always to blame for some of the craziness that happens in the world. Um, Just at this one of the gathering the other night, there was a roundtable discussion. Of course, I initiated it. I want to see with these people who they were. You know, I enjoy people, but I like to see how much they're willing to share with themselves. And they were so transparent and so easy to uh, communicate and have fun with. Um, but one particular guy um, had it uh, to say that, you know, his baby mama was just a, 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 a crazy.
crazy woman. Like she's gone. No, no, no relief for her. No salvation for her. She is just gone because of some issues that he had with her. And it prompted me to just re re evaluate the way we approach the show because this is not to blame anybody, but it's just to tell the truth about a lot of things. Men are not just as women are not uh, here and automatically bitter, angry, hateful, rude, uh, just plain prudes. That That's just not, most people don't, those type characteristics. They are usually a protective mechanism for something else that has happened in their lives. And until you get into the root of that, then it's um, it's like an understatement. It's like, no, that is not you. That is just a signal or a symptom of something else that's going on with you. And people just need to tell the truth. Men have just as many issues as we do. Um, I don't think that they're as uh, open to discuss those because uh, they, you know, quote, unquote, don't like people in their business. But sometimes you have to have a conversation and and they're good at making the moves after the conversation has been had and there's a plan in place. Um, that's how they function very well, where they can see the uh, the ends to the means um, or the means to the end, however that should go. But um, with regard to women, like, we just want you to feel how we feel and then we act out. And a lot of the times men are guarded just as well. They, they come to the table. So we're going to talk about that on tomorrow, Baby Mama Drama. The, the world of dating, and this is all in preparation for a sh- uh, set of shows in April that I have so graciously agreed to do with some other guests. I do not like discussing my personal um, private life because I think it becomes redundant for radio purposes, but I think that there's so much more difference other than what I'm experiencing that people want to talk about. Like, just because it hasn't happened with the inference doesn't mean that it's not significant. I am not that pompous at all. Uh, so we're going to do that in April. But on Monday, we're going to talk about the men. On Thursday, we're going to talk about man move. And man move is just something new where there I have purposely, I'm telling you, I have lived life so long, just haphazardly, that now I live life on a purpose and with poignant uh, predictability in some instances when something is seeming a, a way that I think I go in and I investigate that thing and then I offer uh, offer up opportunity to that and that is what has happened with regard to the show that's coming on Thursday on Mamu because my friend Cicion Prince and I hope a Ciccone Prince and maybe I'm saying that correct and I hate tearing up people's names this is a man who is just um, I've never, and, and literally, we've had more conversation on the book, uh, on the inbox, and on the telephone. I've never met him before, but with the gravity of the uh, the, the knowledge and wisdom of this man, and it's evident in his life. I'm not talking about he's saying some stuff, and it's not evident. It is evident in his life. He's a motivational speaker, but he's also a resident uh, there in Mobile, Alabama. I seem to, I can't keep out of Mobile, even though I'm not really from there, but he's going to talk with us about about what men need to know. You know, we need to know um, exactly what you're wanting to to uh, have women do, you know, and that's something that we can't, we, we, we can't 
We cannot, as women, determine that. We can tell you what we like. We can tell you all those things, but we cannot determine what a man is because we don't make men. You know what I'm saying? Like we do not even – we can reproduce a male child, but we can't even – teach him maleness because it is not in us. We can only give what we are, and, and that's just the truth. There's no way around it. There's no substitution of it. And so we're going to shut the mouths of these women who act as if they don't need, uh, especially women who have children and the fathers are trying to be productive parts of the, those children's lives. And we have these, I can't help but say it, these bitches who are interruptive. And they're keeping the legacy of crazy going, and then you have a a child that is reproduced through uh, horrors and uh, misfortunes, and that is exactly the type of adult you end up having. And that is all they're able to offer to their generation, and it's not fair. It is not fair, and it's got to stop. Um, And that that will be on Thursday with Sissi Prince, and if you would like to have any questions for him, if you would like for me to ask some questions for you um, uh, through me to him, I will do that absolutely. Of course, I could be reached here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you can inbox me on Facebook. I am the Empress Cooper on Facebook. And of course, we're going to play a song, and then we're going to get into our topic because we're going to do a one hour show tonight. We're going to try to explain the gravity of the name that you have. And I'm not, you know, I said the Empress, but we're not talking about the literal name. But there is a lot to be said about what you call yourself, uh, what your mama called you, and what you're known by. Um, It's very, very powerful uh, life-changing for me. And I think that it will be something of a... uh, uh, red light or epiphany or aha for you to we'll talk about in just a minute I'm ready if you're ready now Ooh, I'm ever gonna be if you're with it then I'm with it now to accept all the responsibility I go out of my way
as to the reasons why uh, you should be extremely, extremely uh, cautious with um, what you allow yourself to be called or what people call you because um, your name has gravity. And this is not a religious or, uh, I will say it is spiritual, but it's not a uh, anything that's um, a rule per se. I think it's just the truth of when you understand what you're calling yourself. Um, I am a recovering domestically abused wife. Okay, I was married for ten years, did not have voice, did not have place. I was a mother, and I was not in the quote-unquote role of wife, I was there to take care of the children, take care of the house, and to play the role of what it means to be uh, the uh, second head of a household. In that, in that misperception, misunderstanding, and I do own that this was not something that happened to me. This is something that I participated in. Okay, when you understand who you are, some things you're just not going to participate because they don't define you well. But because I had no idea, because I didn't know what I wanted, and I knew things were just happening that were not necessarily uh, poor, uh, but you don't know your options, you will take anything. So I had the name of Sharon, and I had the name of wife, and I had the name of mother, and I was extremely not happy. Extremely not happy, so unhappy that I had allowed myself to believe that I deserved to be treated poorly, okay? Never have I done anything, said anything, or warranted uh, by now my understanding to be treated in such a way and to be uh, made to feel like that was the uh, essence of my life. Had I not met the bottom that... uh, happening, I probably would still be in that place today. Um, So the sharing that I was has long gone because I don't even know how she um, 
could have continued to live. She's not the person that is the person that you see today. And I'm going to just give a few quick notes on how this can happen for you because let me tell you, I have friends who have circumstances that are much more um, dire than mine. I have, uh, um, uh, believe it or not, when you are in a certain place spiritually, no matter what that is, and I'm not talking about religion again because people get all up in arms when we talk about Jesus, and I do love him, so get over it. But when we talk about spirit, whatever your kindred energy is, you are going to attract that. So I can feel when people are in in poor relationships. No matter how much fluff they put out, how much hoopla they want to sell on Facebook and all these other medias or in, you know, little small gatherings or whatever, you can sell – you can't sell oil to an oil salesman. They know what that's about. They they know if, if they're a good one, they understand what it is. So I understand when someone's trying to fool me or trick me into believing something that is not the truth. So the first thing you have to do is you have to stop lying. And I'm not talking about lying to everybody else. I'm talking about lying to yourself. When you know that you're not happy, when you know that you don't have a whole lot to say that is in its truth, you can say it until you blew in the face. It does not make that a happening. You will. You can mantra some things in your life, and you can try to magnetize some things in your life. But as far as being treated poorly, someone else making you feel a certain way about yourself, even if you don't feel that way about yourself, if you practice it enough, it will become that. It will become your truth. So you have to understand that if you refuse to lie to yourself, then you will be able to repel when people bring these non-truths of self to you. Then you have to remove yourself from people who don't uh, support the decision, that decision. You know, I, I one of the very most powerful things about domestic abuse is that it's usually something that people refuse to even speak about. Ironically, it's the same thing that happens in rape, other types of abuse, elder abuse, child abuse. The fear is so strong that it silences the voice of it being a reality that is really happening. So ignoring it and pretending it is as if it is not there is more empowering to it to exist, actually. But... When you are surrounded by people who they see this craziness too, but they're not going to address it because you're not going to address it, it makes it stronger. So you, once you have decided that you're not going to any longer lie to yourself, anybody in your life that will co-sign a lie with you, you need to remove them from your life. And this is one of the most hard parts of becoming a new person and becoming in your newness because you you have gotten probably comfortable feeding lies to yourself. You've probably fed some of those lies to your friends so much so that because of how strongly they've been tricked, you almost want to believe that it's true too. So you start to act and govern yourself accordingly. But what you have to do is you have to separate yourself from people who do not support the truth in yourself. So stop lying, stop lying, and then remove people who support the lie. Once you've done that, you have to reevaluate yourself. 
with yourself and determine what the goals of your life are. Because, you know, some people just think that we're just here to get up and go to work, uh, go out on Fridays, um, have a little rendezvous every now and then if you're not married. Single people have a whole different uh, idea of what life is supposed to be versus married people. And we're going to do a show about that coming up in April because um, when you're, I, I I feel the same way about this that I do with gay and lesbianism, actually. It is not like something that has to be reprogrammed. It's something that just is in you. You know whether or not um, you, well, you should know, let's say that. You should know whether or not in yourself I'm, I'm a person who's going to be with someone else. And it's surprising to me women who are 40 and older or whatever who focus uh, on just saying, you know, I always thought I was going to get married, but they've done nothing at all to be in the like of a wife or women who say, oh, I just want a baby so bad, or I want this whole picture-perfect life, but everything that they've done is either in a direct contradiction to it or has nothing to do with contributing to it. Uh, and if we talk about weight loss and all these other types of things, like that's why I stopped saying that, oh, I just want to lose so much weight because if I did, some of the things that I do and don't feel any remorse for doing, I would stop. Uh, once you have your mind made up, one of the pictures that I just reposted on Facebook, he's a very, very attractive young man. He's a personal trainer, and he said once you get tired and you've made your mind up for real, whatever the work is to do that, you'll do it because it's, it's just that simple. It's like a mind, it's a, it's a change of your mind. And um, once you reevaluate what that is and you can determine what that is, then you can move on. When you've been hurt, though, and, and this is uh, literally and, and emotionally, but emotionally when you've been hurt, it is natural. It is not like some, you're not like no goddess or something because you are able to try to put yourself under control. It is natural to want to defend self and protect self. That's male and female. That's just how that goes. That's just natural biology. It's not Pavlov's law, but there is a law. That actually, it's a self-protective law that was been studied. It is just that's what happens. It is there even when you don't even know that you're reactive. It's almost reflexive. It is you are threatened, and the response is to self-protect. It's just what happens. So, you know, when someone's will has been broken and they don't even try to protect themselves, then, you know, there has been a repeated and emotionally changing and spiritually uh, murderous happening. That has to have happened because you, in, in your natural state, you're supposed to self-protect. You are supposed to self-protect. And that's in all ways. That's literally if somebody were trying to fight you, that is nutritionally, once your body is so depleted of salt, um, your body naturally is going to try to pull that salt back on. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a biological happening on the inside of your cells. And literally, some people are like, oh, I'm just so thirsty. Your body is telling you that you need to fill it with something else. So once you understand what is happened to you with regard to domestic abuse, 
with regard to not being named and, and being called into this other space of yourself, once you understand what that is, you've removed that from yourself. You stop lying to yourself saying that, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be. You remove people from your life who reinforce that stupidity, and then you reevaluate and determine what your goals are. Then you're at the point where you can forgive. Now, people want to start from the very beginning and saying forgive when sometimes all of this prior stuff, that all of this forework has to be done. Like, you got to do a lot of this first because you can't even get to yourself in your quiet time, in your quiet space for all of these people who have been reinforcing the lie or the lie, the person who is telling you the lie all this time. I I personally had would like to say, would probably guess, that I had started this removal of self in a spiritual way, um, but the physical uh, separation of it didn't happen until I literally, you know, started my divorce proceedings. Like I, it it wasn't. I didn't know that's what I was doing. All I knew is that anything, anybody, any source, any situation, any happening that did not uh, come into my space and into my world or even into my um, presence that offered something of a soothe to the hurt that I was having, even though they didn't know it, I moved myself away from it. Sometimes people would know exactly what the deal is and still would come into my world uh, with disregard for my emotional place, and I had to put them out of my life. That has to happen. Once you've done that, once you've removed all of the things that are that are actually orchestrated to distract you from your purpose, then you can forgive yourself and move on. In the last year, I can say in the last year, I have forgiven myself for a lot of things. I have asked for forgiveness to those that I know that I have wronged, and I have offered apology to those that I know I have wronged, whether I felt like it was warranted or not, whether they asked for it or not, because I'm going to be free from owing anybody any extra space in my life that's not for growth. If it's not, you've got to go. Okay, and then once you're in a place where you're solid with your surroundings, you're solid with your goal, you know exactly what you want to do, you removed all of those extra people out of your way, you have looked the hurt in the face and you said this is what has happened and there's nothing else that I can do to rationalize myself out of changing it and then I forgive myself. When you've truly forgiven yourself, it's as if you're Natural state is a demand mode for the respect at that point forward. You you do not you do not ever have to keep reinforcing the hurt in order for somebody to give you respect in the place that you're in. There's only you know I can give I I understand what people don't know. Okay, and I and, and sometimes you don't even have to know the backstory to just be conducting yourself in a way that makes sense. Um, some people can be given a, a, a open book test on it. You can tell them everything and anything they want to know about it, and they still give place to disrespect. Those people just need to be cut off, period. Like, I don't even give two chances. You don't even get to two. 
you don't get to two because the people who are in my life understand where I've been and where I'm trying to go. And so they don't take me back to a place that did everything but kill me to keep me moving forward. So they don't require a second chance. I'm sure there are under misunderstandings. I'm sure that there are just plain wrongs. I'm sure that you're going to make mistakes. But once you have determined what your respect level is and what name you're going to answer to, um, then that's it. That's it. That's, and, and that's it. The last is to answer to the name now that you've given yourself. Like, I, I I get a kick out of reading some of these um, social media names, Thirst Queen, um, I Am The One, She Is The One, uh, The Guy's Candy Liquor, Cute As I Want to Be, I Am The Boss, Mr. Boss Man, and you ain't even got no job. It's like, okay, firing is great, and it's a must. I think when you don't know, you have to aspire to something and you have to answer to something in order to just be recognizable and present. Like you can't just be moving around in the world and nobody has any idea of what's going on with you. You ain't got no idea what's going on with you. You have to answer to something. I I said a little funny earlier about, you know, one of the lines from the movie is um, his mama calling Clay, I'm a calling Clay. And I can remember very clearly the day I decided that I was going to be the empress. And it wasn't so much, uh, and I don't even think that I really understood the gravity to what I was renaming myself. I just knew there were some things that was going to happen under this particular umbrella of things that I would hold full responsibility for. If I said it, did it, want it, asked for it, it's going to be of my own doing. And, like, everybody should have that space of themselves where they have a determination. Like, you you cannot live your adult grown life answering to another adult grown person. I'm not saying be defiant. I'm not saying fight your husband. I'm not saying go against the grain. I'm saying that the definition of who you are should stand alone and not require a cosign and all of these likes. I I posted that several times last week because, you know, I do know some females and males who require, they require uh, a man or a C-law from someone else. Like it, it ha if they don't get it, then they press and press and press until something breaks. There's this one guy, he's extremely attractive, extremely attractive guy, and I think he's bought into the idea that that alone will get him whatever he wants in life, but he's a complete ass. Like, he he says nothing, and I thought at one point that it was just a persona, like it was a place that you put yourself in so that you can kind of, you know, drive off of people or pull off of people and, you know, get attention or whatever. But no, you're pretty much an ass. And now when people, you know, and this is one of the reasons why I did the show because um, I renamed the show this is because 
when people hear his name, it's already an idea of of what to expect. And for him, it's like a pat on the back. But the word on the street or the truth of what the reaction is is that mm, you're just full of, you know, junk, you know, a lot of hate, a lot of woman bashing, a lot of extra with regard to um, masculinity, and it's like an overdraw for his uh, underneath. Uh, in the effectiveness, I guess you could say. I'm trying to be really nice, but the truth is, is that it's just so obvious that you're trying to prove to other people that you are who you are. And I understand that because I've been that person. Um, I've been expressly overt about certain things that aren't necessary. Once you've determined who you are, once you know for sure who you are, you really don't need anybody else's permission to function in that way because it is who you are. It's the functionality of yourself. I am who I say I am, and that is how I show up. That is who you will experience. It is consistent. Um, I do understand being consistent, and I do feel like it's okay to continue to be who you're going to be, but at the same time, you do not want to put out, if you think that you're doing something to the betterment of your name and it's really just, you know, they say if they say your name and the immediate response from people who know you, people who are wanting to know you or people who have studied you is the same, it's bad. I I remember taking a picture uh, with this uh, female and I had never met her before in my life. All I knew is we went to the same high school. We were all uh, from the same alma mater of high school. So, you know, it's just like the whole idea about the Mobilians. When they understand that you're from Mobile, it's like you're an automatic shoe-in as family. And I think that that's a great happening. That That's how, it's, you know, it should be. But when the opposite is true, people already know who you are and how you function before because your name is waiting on some things that are not representative of you. And I say that and set that up to say this. The Empress came about because I was determined to have a different name. I was wanting to have a different space and expression. What I want to have uh, heard, what is important for me, what I would like to share of myself. And it has no reflection on anybody else other than me. You know, it is just a a portion of who I am. You share a lot of yourself with the people that you're around all the time by just being with them. You know, people even associate you with your company. But if you look around at all of the company that you have and all of the company that you spend are with people who don't represent nothing of what you want or desire to be, you're in the wrong company. You need to move your company. You need to change your name. And I'm not afraid to do that. I hope that people understand that it's not anything, there's nothing wrong with um, understanding who you are and what you are and then making that be the determinant of what you want to have for the rest of your life. It's, the, it's, the, it's what you're here for. It's the actually what you're supposed to do. 
Even though the empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. I'm here. I'm you. I am the Empress, and this is the Empire, and we are here to allow people to be who they were meant to be, to discover the things and people and situations that have kept them from being that authentic self. We will not pad off of anybody else's hurt. We will not um, um, take uh, under account um, someone else's grief and say, oh, that ain't big as mine. Let me tell you how big of mine is or anything to that sort. Everybody has a life to live, and we want to allow everybody to live their life as, a, as as authentic as they can. And in that authenticity, we should always be able to find some similarity of of of, of humanity. Like, I can't understand how I, – I do understand how I can have a friend and you can be friends with that person, but we're not getting along. And it can be just a simple misunderstanding. But the point that we gravitate towards the same person speaks to something. It speaks to something. And and um, I'll say this before we get ready to go. Uh, one of um, the birthday girl's girlfriends kind of said last night without any hesitation. She said, I don't like some of your friends. I like these of your friends, but I don't like your other friends. And it struck a nerve in me because I understand that we're all here for a reason. But when you say something like that, it speaks to a loss or insufficiency in self more than anything. It speaks to um, a lacking of your ability to meet that humanity in a person. Like everybody that likes a certain, say, artist, they come from all walks of life. Baby, they got this me or this man going in listening to Drake. I never would have thought that man even would know who Drake is. But the music spoke to him in a way that made him get up and do some things that I know some people who be backstage with Drake want to do. You feel me? So what I'm trying to say is you need to understand that when someone calls your name, that it is at least being called in a way that's not defaming, embarrassing, and that is actually a representative of who you actually are. I mean, your name says a lot. I'm not going to pretend like I'm not who I am because it makes you uncomfortable. I'm going to be me. I am Sharon Cooper. Here I am the Empress. You either get on the Empire or you keep, you get left tonight. Mm-hmm.